Hello and welcome to another episode of the MMA Coaches Corner. Today we have the fight night, uh, UFC fight night, Korean Zombie versus Brian Ortega prediction. I am the fighter. And I'm the coach. And we're going to give you our picks on who we believe are going to win this weekend. Uh, tomorrow on Fight Island. So, how you doing today, George? Doing well, doing well. Looking forward to these fights. I think um, it's kind of a sleeper card. A lot of people don't see a belt or they don't see a lot of familiar names, but there's some talent on this card and there's a lot of a lot of strikers versus grappler matchups, which always leads to interesting finishes. Um, so whenever you're ready, we'll get right into it. All right. So our first fight up, we have Thomas Almeida taking on – oh, I lost my page here. <laughs> we have Thomas Almeida taking on Jonathan the Dragon Martinez. Martinez, 12 and 3. Almeida, 21 and 3. Almeida, the favorite, uh, in my opinion, somehow, uh, maybe by name. So I'm going to go ahead and break it down. So, Thomas Almeida, hit or miss guy, man. It's like either he's going to knock you out, TKO you, or you're going to knock him out or TKO him, it seems like these days. He's always getting dropped in his fights, but the dude has a hell of a chin. It uh, takes someone like Cody Garbrandt to really put him out. Um, what I like about Almeida is uh, he's got a good combination. He, uh, uh, he has that killer instinct so whenever he hurts somebody man this guy really goes in for the finish he does not let you off the hook um and his opponent a lesser known guy jonathan now the dragon here has some beautiful jujitsu if it goes to the ground um very nice active guard transitions well uh, his striking's decent, so he has a disadvantage there, but it has been improved from when he first started. But this guy can finish the fight <laughs> on the ground if it gets there. Um, what do you think of this fight? Yeah, this one's one of those real MMA guy versus a fighter type of a type of a matchup. <laughs> Whenever you get dropped in pretty much every single fight. It's because you're throwing volume, you're throwing combinations, and you're getting caught in the middle of those combinations. Um, and you're willing to play with fire, you know, and you're willing to get burned just so you can burn somebody else. And that's a dangerous person to be in a cage with. But I will say, two years off matters. He's got some ring rust. Uh, Jonathan, he's been fighting. He... Um, He's an MMA guy. He he can he has to he has to mix it up in order to be successful. He's not gonna just outclass you on the feet. He's not just gonna outclass you on the ground. He's got to use that full MMA 
our, you know, that full MMA tool belt. If he's able to do that, then he's going to win this fight. But he can't let this fight turn into a slugfest. If you try to slug with Almeida, you're going to get caught eventually. Oh, but yeah. whenever you're coming off of two knockouts and a two-year layoff, it's usually not the best, you know, first matchup back. A good grappler, a good MMA guy who pushes the pace. So I'm taking Martinez in this fight. Even though he's coming in on short notice, I think he gets it done. Yeah, uh, Almeida is the favorite, but I don't feel that he should be the favorite. I also have Almeida or Almeida losing this fight. So give me the dragon by submission. I think that it's going to end up going to the ground, and you're just going to watch some of those beautiful transitions of that BBJ that Martinez has. And it's, I think this is going to be the fight that really puts Martinez in the eyes of the fans. So. Yeah, and and I think that the longer this fight goes, the more of an advantage Martinez has and a greater chance for him to catch a submission due to fatigue. But make no mistake about it, this um, Almeida guy, he'll come and he'll try to knock your block off for all three rounds, even if he's tired. And he just has to land a few of them. So. You got to be careful whenever you're fighting a guy like that. Oh, yeah. So uh, Martinez has to be smart for for the entire fight and really fight his game and not let it turn into that slugfest. Oh, yeah. I mean, he has decent boxing, but it's, it's not near the level of Almeida's. Almeida, even though he gets knocked out and dropped and gets into those wild exchanges, whenever he stays technical, he slips in and out really well. He sees punches coming really well on an on night. But like you said, whenever you start getting into those uh, barroom slugfests, uh, any punch can land for anybody because everybody's throwing and there's no defense. It's all offense, both sides. So it's like the Chiefs versus the Saints. <laughs> it's just uh, Hail Marys all day long until somebody wins. Um, so what do you have this fight ended by? You said Martinez you're taking? Um, yeah, I think he's going to win by decision, uh, decisive decision, uh, really pulls away in the third and just seals the fight. Uh, yeah, I think he outlasts him, pushes the pressure and that ring rust is real. And I think it's going to catch up to him about the second, third round. So give me Martinez here, decision victory. Very, very nice. Entertaining fight for sure. It's going to be a fun 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that that one, (laughs) that's going to be the great one to start off the night. I think it's really going to set the pace for the fighters that night. Yeah, I don't know how many times I put, like, possible fight of the night. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right, so our next fight, we have the veteran, James Cruz, taking uh, 27 and 8, taking on the young up-and-comer, 14 and 1, Claudio Silva. Let me just tell you something about Cruz. This guy has long legs. He loves to use them. 
He loves to throw a lot of push kicks, a lot of head kicks. Um, he, he really uses that range well. Um, one time he even took the guy by his back and was standing there against the cage and then just came up and kicked him in the head. <laughs> I mean, it didn't really do much damage, but man, he kicked that guy uh, in the head from behind him. So oh, it, <laughs> it matters. Go. There's a reason why there's uh, stats in MMA, how many punches landed. Every, every punch matters to the judges. Yeah. So he, he's long, knows how to use it. He has technical striking. Uh, he what he really excels at is mixing up his striking to set up his takedown. So his timing on his shots to take people down are impeccable. It's, it's almost GSP like, you know. Uh, so it really showing off that wrestling. Uh, but let's see, six. Uh, he had a six-fight win streak, and then he lost his last fight by split decision. Cruz is no slouch, but I'm really liking his opponent, Claudio Silva. This guy, 14-1, and one, has not lost a fight since 2007, and this guy is the definition of a submission ace man he just finishes all of his fights for the most part by submission um so i'm really excited to see this striking versus grappling matchup um if this goes to the ground it's claudio's night for sure um cruz if he keeps it standing he'll probably pick him apart I'm going to have to go with the underdog here, Claudio Silva by submission. Uh, I really like this guy's ground game, uh, and I think he's going to put it on full display tomorrow night. Yeah. You know, whenever you have a good wrestler versus a good jujitsu guy, a wrestler can usually survive, get to good spots through scrambles. Um, probably not going to really get a submission unless it's a choke but a good jitsu guy if you leave a leg out if you leave an arm out if you get lazy at any point of the fight as chel sonnen you can definitely lose a fight in a heartbeat with the jiu-jitsu guy more so than a wrestler a wrestler you're gonna have you're gonna have some opportunities to survive maybe you get you know a big slam or something you get knocked out but for the most part, a jiu-jitsu guy is dangerous for all 15 or 25 minutes. And I think that he is going to be able to catch this guy. Um, you know, the takedown defense matters. If he can't stop the takedown, then it doesn't matter how good a striking is. He can't use it. So, yeah, give me Silva here, maybe getting the submission of the night or just a um, – yeah, actually, I got him taking a submission victory. Very nice. I, I have the exact same. All right, so our next fight up, we have Jimmy, the Brute Crew. <laughs> With this Bye. guy, 
the man, the name says it all, man. This guy is a hey, bro, Jimmy. Hey, you know Jimmy. Who, Jimmy. <laughs> you know who this guy actually reminds me of quite a bit is uh, very similar to like a Brian Stan. <laughs> just, yeah. just a guy who's going to stand in front of you. He's going to throw and he's going to hurt you. He's going to bully you. He's going to just be a brute. Um, coming in at 11 and one, the brute. So, um, let's see. Like I said, yeah. name, name says it all. Vicious ground and pound, vicious striking can put you out in a heartbeat. If, uh, you keep dropping your hands. Uh, he only, his only loss was, uh, by submission. He ended up so, getting caught in a Peruvian necktie. By OSP, I believe. Yeah, so high-level high guy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, he is the favorite versus the 11-2 and two Modestus Bukowski. Now, Bukowski, great boxer, good, uh, good grounded pound, good top control. He's a good kickboxer. Uh, but the thing that he will do is he will stand and bang with you. He doesn't look to go to the ground every chance he gets. He likes to test his hands. And against a guy like the Brute, that might be the last thing you want to do. Um, everyone believes in their chin until it gets hit by someone who can hit a lot harder than you expected or you never saw it coming. So... um the thing about uh, uh, Modestus is that he is on a seven-fight win streak. Uh, not all of them in the UFC, but uh, his UFC debut, he ended up getting a nice quick TKO. So he he does have some power that can hang. Um, to me, this one's going to be the toss-up fight of the night. Uh, Modestus has just an equal of chance um, against the brute Jimmy. But I'm going to go with the favorite here, Jimmy. I just think that he's a little more seasoned, and that experience is going to help carry him through the, through the second and third round of this fight. Yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy I'm gonna by have, decision. I'm going to have to take Jimmy as well, but for, for the simple reason that um, – Modestus is not very good with octagon control. He is not able to dictate where the fight takes place. He oftentimes gets his back pushed up against the cage, puts himself at a disadvantage because he's a kicker, and you can't kick with your back against the cage. You can do your push kicks, yeah, sure, but you're not going to be able to do much else. And so... He needs to really work on his octagon control, taking the center of the octagon and pushing his opponent back. But a guy like Jimmy the Brute isn't called the Brute because he sits back. He moves you to the octagon. He moves you to that cage, and then he beats you down. And he ends up getting a submission because oftentimes people can't handle that pressure, and the fight just goes to the ground. So. Give me Jimmy here. I 
man, there's a lot of good submission guys on this card, and I think he might be able to get another submission here. I, I think there's going to be quite a few submissions this card, and this is one of them. So you're throwing Jimmy by sub. Nice. By first like round, it. maybe like a first round, like rear naked choke or something after he rocks him. I'll put a little after drop him in the first. with the submission. Very nice. Very nice. But man, that one that one might just be an all out slug fest. So yeah, that, I don't that one might go to the ground. <laughs> it's so hard to tell, but uh you know, I think Jimmy would much rather much rather get this fight to the ground. He's he's a good boxer, wants to be in close, use those elbows, use that dirty boxing, that those uppercuts, but um when you got a good kickboxer, they're not gonna let you just walk up to him. <laughs> you know? Exactly. So Jimmy, but Jimmy runs up to him, so it's gonna be interesting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can't walk up to him, but man, if you get there quick enough, you can run up on him. <laughs> some some people just have a presence about him, right? You can feel energy, and like he just sends so much energy forward, even if he's not moving forward. You know what I mean? Yeah, he just uh, presence, it's pressure. Transports that chi forward, you know. Just uh, you just feel it like those fake videos of how you got those guys uh, using their chi to push a whole line of people. <laughs> yeah, they're all standing like this, what next to each other like a train, and then you just, and then they all, whoa, they all fall, <laughs> they all felt it because it's real, real center that chi, folks, but. Okay, so we both got Jimmy taking this fight. Um, the favorite. So we have our co-main event already. Jessica Andretti. Andretti? Andretti. But um, taking on Caitlin. Uh, Andretti. Chicogan? Yeah. Sh- <laughs> yeah, show Shakogan. Kuka Kuka Shukagan. Shukagan. Yep. Kukanag. The blonde so fighter. <laughs> We're gonna go with the blonde fighter. Okay. That is that is her nickname. She is Call coming in. Nickname. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, blonde That's fighter. <laughs> That's hilarious. So she's coming in at 14 and three, and she is going against the dangerous Jessica Andretti, who is 20 and eight. Andretti, she's got that one punch knockout power. She has floored some people with one punch and just put them night night. Um, then uh. She's got kind of like that pit bull Diego Sanchez, never stop pushing forward, never change the pace of your striking. Yeah, she is just tenacious mentality. Yeah. Um, So (laughs) she's a dog in this fight. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And she's going to get after it. Uh, she's on a two-fight losing streak, but she's lost to some stiff competition called the champion, um, <laughs> Amanda Nunes. But then you also had her losing a split decision last fight to Rose Namajumas. Uh, Rose winning that split decision, I thought, 
yeah, I thought it was a good split. I thought Rose did win that fight. Um, but uh, so she's taking on the tall, lanky, blonde fighter who just got off a couple uh, a couple fights with the Krashenkov uh, sisters. Yeah, she's definitely she's definitely family feuding. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think Steve Barbie's the ref of this next fight. I don't know. We but got she's definitely got it out for this. Hey, she. You know what's funny is that she <laughs> is that she got her ass beat by Valentina Shevchenko, who, in my opinion, is the best female fighter. Um, I know that size matters, and you know she lost to Amanda Nunes a couple times, but not because of skill, just because of size, in my opinion. David doesn't always beat Goliath. Yeah. 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 Exactly. That's that's one story in the Bible. Yeah, that's why there's not a whole bunch of those stories. <laughs> yeah, it's just like one. Wait, they but, have weight classes for a reason. But yeah, so Valentina Shevchenko beats the crap out of her. But then Caitlin goes and beats the hell out of her little sister, Antonita, right? And then yep. so and the whole time she's beating her down, she's like, I'm going to beat your sister next, you know? Like... <laughs> She's going to be like, send your, hey, she left her like a bloody mess. She's like, you know, that one of the, oh, yeah, I'm going to leave you alive to send a message, right? Type of, type of a beat downs. Exactly. <laughs> uh, also, the thing about Caitlin is she is a very good kickboxer. Reminds me a bit of um, a Holly Holmes-like on the striking. Likes to move in and out, use her legs, keep the distance. Uh, use that length and reach that she has over most people in that division. But uh, most of her fights go to decision. She doesn't really have that knockout power. She just is more of that volume, point striking, uh, taekwondo. Well, no, I mean, there's a lot of knockouts in taekwondo, so I won't say that. But, um, yeah, just really more treats these fights as in uh, – they're all going to go the distance rather than she's just going to swarm and, and uh, take someone's head off. So expect her to be patient. Expect her to not gas herself out. She knows how to go these long rounds. I don't think that uh, going 25 minutes or would even be a problem for her. So I don't expect any kind of gas tank issues with Catlin. Oh. Interesting matchup, though. You got power versus technique, and usually when it's power versus technique, technique usually wins. Um, these great strikers know how to avoid those big shots and protect themselves. It doesn't work every single time, but it works the majority of the time. So, um, give me, give me Catlin or Caitlin here winning by decision. Ooh, well, I beg to differ, sir. Ooh. Because Jessica Andrade can go. Oh, my God. Who the hell cares? <laughs> because Jessica Andrade has that power and she has endurance. She has the combination of both. She can carry that power through all five rounds. She's going to push the pressure. She's going to bully this girl. And we're going to see how Caitlyn does fighting with her back against the cage. And also, who's the better grappler? Jessica is. So, 
I'm going to give this one to Jessica and she might even, you know, finish this fight. Okay. But I'm, it's probably going to go to decision. See if, if the main event wasn't the fight that it was, this was going to be my fight of the night. Okay. So I'll that's how good I think this fight's going to be. I think it's going to be probably a decision, but man, that power carries. And that grounded pound wears on people. Yes, it does. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with decision for Andretti. All right, decision for Andretti. Uh, but I put that also as your fight of the night. I already made a mark on that. So, okay. Split there. Um, actually, that's our first fight that we split on. So. Okay. So someone's I, doing push-ups. You know, honestly, whenever I was going through and picking picking my fighters, I was like, oh, dude, we're about to differ. Yeah, you know not. what's funny? You know what's <laughs> funny is that we don't do any research together. Yeah. We, can, <laughs> so we make like, sure it's separate. We this do is the first study. For the listeners, this is the first time we hear each other's picks. Yep. We don't, we don't know who each other's taken before the podcast. So we all find out at the same time. We're like, okay. Yeah. That way. Uh, and, and the reason why is we don't want either one of us to try to influence the other's decision. We want our own authentic picks, and then we could talk about it after. Um, but, you know, we got to do our own tape, our own uh, fight research. We have to check out the opponents, rewatch the fight, um, and check out where they're training, everything. So um, it's nice whenever we get together and we actually get to see uh what we saw if we saw the same things if we saw different things um or if we even think of the same results so it's a beautiful thing yeah we've only differed once so far so we're gonna figure out somebody was right somebody was wrong which is always fun <laughs> yeah push-ups on the line <laughs> so without further ado let's talk about our main event <laughs> The one we've all been waiting for for a while. <laughs> Korean Zombie versus Key City, Brian Ortega. And woo, what a fight this one could be. <laughs> uh, I'm sure we're all familiar with the Korean Zombie. They call him the Korean Zombie because this guy just goes, stands in front of you and just throws. It doesn't matter how much you hurt him. It doesn't matter how many times you drop him. It doesn't matter if you cut his head off, his arms off, his legs off. He's still going to keep pushing and move forward and throw at you. No, this guy This guy has the straight just samurai mentality, you or me. <laughs> you know, he's just like he pulls – he just goes out, pulls off the greatest fights, the greatest finishes. He goes big or goes home. <laughs> Dude, I don't know great. how you kill – someone who's already dead exactly the <laughs> zombie headshots that's Head the only shot. yeah i don't even think that would work though you know he cut his head way. off he's still trying to bite you yeah the dude so. went back served in, in his military took a little bit of time off fighting so now he's back full force he's in the swing of things and that's Come, why coming off I, two impressive wins well and and then he goes like he hits he hits like darts jokes he dude he tapped dustin poirier yeah, you know, like that's, that's no Poirier. easy task. Poirier is a black belt. 
He's a he great grappler. So, so he can catch you anywhere too. He he is no slouch on the ground. Ortega is better on the ground. He's basically like, you know, basically one of the new family members there at, at Gracie. He's he's like their new son. You know, he's like, hey, come on, come here. You're one of us. Beautiful jujitsu by Ortega, man. I mean, it's high it's level. High level. But but the Korean zombie ain't no slouch. No. But Korean zombie does not want this fight on the ground. He has to keep this fight standing to have his best shot at winning. But even Ortega so, has some power in those hands too. If uh, yeah. Korean zombie gets a little wild. So but, so Korean zombie has a better striking, and then but Ortega still has good striking too. So you have the vice versa. So this is such an even freaking fight. But here's the difference, in my opinion. The difference is going to come in Ortega having two years off. He got pieced up in that Max Holloway fight, and he yep. hasn't. And coming right back to a 25-minute fight, yo, that's a tall task for just a fighter that's in their prime in shape. But to go yep. 25 minutes on your first fight back after two years, I got to give the advantage here slightly to the Korean zombie. I mean, this is my fight of the night. Mm. I think it goes to all five rounds. I think these guys just lay it all on the line, and it's one of the best fights of the fucking year. But <laughs> yeah. I think Korean There's zombie open. I uh, think that's what I think his gas tank. I think his gas tank pulls him through compared to Ortega's. Very nice, very nice. Yeah, man, Korean Zombie, no joke. His last two fights, first round finishes, TKO and a knockout. So he came back ready. Um, is Ortega going to do the same thing? Tap City uh, or Triangle City, whatever you call it. I like Tap City better for T-City. <laughs> but uh, if it goes to the ground, this fight could be over, man. I know Korean Zombie's no slouch, but, dude, that is a High level Gracie Jiu Jitsu black belt. That his technique, his active guard, everything the on the Gracies, ground. I love about it. When the Gracies see you as one of one of their own, then you've done something right in the grappling game. <laughs> yes, you have. Um, then, uh, but the Korean Zombie man. Good luck trying to put this guy away. Anyway. Um, but I think it's going to happen. I think that this fight's going to end up going to the ground. And I think that Ortega is going to win by guillotine. I'm going to call it. He's going to pull a guillotine and he's going to choke him out. Interesting. So, uh, so give me Brian Ortega with the upset um, by submission of the night with a. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a top guillotine. A guillotine. I think it's going to be uh, he's going to pull guard with the guillotine in it. So uh, give me Ortega by submission. And that is our prediction. So now we need to go through and we need to talk about uh, first since there's a lot of them. Who do you think is going to be the submission of the night, man? We have options tonight. I have no clue. <laughs> I'm torn between like three of them. <laughs> I'm going to go with 
Oh, oh man. I don't even know. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stick with with Jimmy, Jimmy the Brute. I think he gets beautiful submission after he rocks his opponent. I don't know. I don't know. I think he gets just a beautiful transition, rear naked choke, maybe like something like that. I'm gonna go with Claudio Silva. I think he's gonna pull himself off a beautiful submission. Um. Just watching that way, the guy attacks the limbs. Uh, it might even just be an armbar. Uh, so I got Silva as my submission of the night. Nice. Knockout of the night. Who do you got? I don't know. <laughs> I might. Oh, man. I'm going to go with, let's, let's go, ah, shoot, I have no idea, man. Jimmy, I think I'm a, Jimmy's going to get the knockout and the submission of the night. How about that? <laughs> In the same fight. <laughs> no, nah, let's go with Korean Zombie for knockout of the night. Okay, nice. So I feel, I feel like he has the greatest chance. But, you know, there's undercard fighters that, that might get it. Yeah. So this I, is only I think, it's for the main card. I think that we're going to have to go with Jimmy for knockout of the night. Uh, that guy, he's got those long legs. He really knows how to use them. He pumps them out there. He kicks to the face, not just the body. Um He'll kick you even if uh, he's behind you. <laughs> so give me Jimmy catching him. More of a TKO than a knockout, but yes. uh, give, give me Jimmy in the knockout. I feel it. Oh, what about dude. fight of the night? It's either going to have to be Andretti or give me – Actually, I think I want to go fight of the night for, oh, man, <laughs> there's so many options. I'll tell you what, I'm taking, yeah. I'm taking Jessica Andrade fight of the night. All right, I like it. Taking, taking, taking the female fight, but man, this main event, jeez, if this <laughs> were 25 minutes, this could be the fight of the years. Two fight you, of the nights. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm gonna go with uh, Almeida versus the Dragon as my fight of the night. The first. It could be a good card. First main card, man. Uh, first main fight of the card, and yes. It is definitely going to be a good card, man. I'm upset I'm not going to be here for the uh, for the, the watch-along. But uh, Yeah, there's definitely going to be a lot of stylistic matchups that people are going to have to solve this time. A lot of grapplers versus strikers. Who can get their game plan off? Who can get to their geography first? Who can win the real estate battle? of 
the clinch work, getting on getting on the cage, moving around, because some of these fighters aren't very good at octagon control, and it could cost them a fight again. So we'll have to see which fighters learn from those mistakes and which ones can apply it this time. An application of your game plan is going to be key this part because of the different styles. You have to that whenever you're different styles, that's when you really have to focus on your game plan. If you're striking with a striker, you're not too worried about uh, takedown submissions. Um, but if you have to worry about takedown submissions and the guy knows how to strike, well, now you just have to worry about everything. And hey, hey, what when you're worrying about everything, on? yeah. And when you worry about everything, you forget about other things and that those are the ones that are going to cost you fights. Uh, and with it being fight Island, like you said, anything goes, man. <laughs> uh, my favorite quote was uh, from Brian Ortega. He, he asked uh, if Abu Dhabi had nice, uh, had nice hospitals because him and the Korean zombie are both going to need them after this fight. So, I am changing my pick to fight of the night, Korean Zombie versus Ortega. I feel it. It could be. I, I can't I can't go against it. It keeps oh, telling no, me to hard. go back. It's hard. Submission in the fourth by Ortega. <laughs> but I'm taking the the Caitlin Jessica fight. I think that one's just gonna be a true mixed martial arts display, all assets of the game. Cutman's gonna have to get involved as well. I feel it's gonna be it's gonna be a slugfest for these. But yeah, that fight of the night could easily go to the main event. I will say, whew, don't miss this card if you're if you can if you can avoid it, because there's gonna be some great fights. Don't sleep on it. I feel like even the decisions are going to be good. (laughs) Some barbecue, get some margaritas going, get something. Watch these fights. So who do you think your toss-up or your – either your toss-up or your underdog of the night is? If there's an underdog that's going to win or one that's going to go either way, which fight do you think has the potential to ruin people's parlays? (laughs) Oh, Well, we already picked a lot of the underdogs. Exactly. That's why I'm interested here. Let's see. I think my my underdog is going to be Martinez winning against uh, Thomas Almeida. Well, I guess give me Caitlin winning as an underdog. And then Caitlin. Very nice. All right. Well, so those are our picks. Um, you have any final comments on this card? Any any tidbits you want to throw in? No, I already uh, got that out of the way. So I'll let you do yours next. <laughs> That's it. Bye. No. <laughs> All right. So, uh, like I said, this card's gonna 
It's going to be amazing. A lot of people are sleeping on it, but that's because they don't understand and break down and dive into these fighters as much as we do. So we see the potential that they have, and we know that they're ready to unleash it and take that next step in the UFC. That's why I really like doing these UFC fight nights um, is because this is how you learn the new up-and-comers. It's almost like watching college football, uh, yeah. seeing, seeing who's going to get drafted in the first round. So. And uh, we got a lot of studs, a lot of potentials, a lot of good records on the line. So uh, hold on to your hard hats because it's going to be a brutal fight night. Oh, y'all just stay tuned. Um, other than that, I think that that's going to do it here for the Scott Sportscast. I'm the fighter. I'm the coach. And we will see you next time. Salute. Salute.